Welcome to the Micromobility Update from August 4th, 2022. I'm Hans Dorsch. Today it's mainly about community data and how to use it. Number one, for planning for micromobility transport in the city. And number two, for walking and cycling in nature and in the mountains. And there are a few job offers as well. This is what happened today and yesterday in the world of micromobility. Before we start, as always, if you like this podcast, recommend it and give five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The first article is from last week. But I was on holiday then, so I'm talking about it today. Let me quote Henry Steinhau from Emmet.io, the platform for data-driven mobility. <whistles> Engine data, battery status, operating conditions, driving history, such things and more data is also collected, processed and transmitted by bicycles, especially e-bikes. What manufacturers and suppliers plan to do with bike data is reported by Hans Dorsch on Emmet Mobility. Here it is. I did some extensive research for Emmet on what data can be collected with current e-bikes and whether it might be used to support urban planning in your own city. The article is called Collecting Data for Urban Planning with Smart E-Bikes. It's in German but I'm sure you are clever enough to translate it to your own language. What brought me to the subject was the Copenhagen Wheel, if any of you remember. It was developed at MIT and presented at the UN Climate Change Conference in Copenhagen in 2009. It was a rear wheel for a bicycle with a big red hub. Inside the hub was an electric motor, including a battery and lots of sensors for torque, speed and location data, CO2, nitrogen oxides, noise, humidity and temperature. The people of Copenhagen should build it into their bikes to help make the city the world's first climate-neutral capital. Let me quote from the vision. As bikers collect and share air quality data, cycling becomes more than a clean mode of transport. It opens yet another door for citizens to participate in governance and the maintenance of public resources. I'll spoil it here. The Copenhagen wheel has not been installed in very many bikes. But the project resulted in a company called Super Pedestrian, which today develops e-scooters and quite a lot of technology around e-scooters. And it is committed to creating sustainable mobility. That's what they told me when I spoke to them. I also spoke to the founders of Van Move and Cowboy, who have been at the forefront of connected e-bikes for a few years now, and have since caused other e-bikes manufacturers to connect their e-bikes as well, for example with technology from Co-Module. I asked them whether and how I can donate the data I produce to cities and municipalities. I also talked to city planners whether they could use it at all. In fact, at the moment, it's not so easy to share the data you produce. With all e-bike providers, the networking is primarily used to track bikes if they are stolen. With Cowboy, you can share your ride data with the sports community Strava via the app. 
and Strava offers the data to cities for use. The only problem is that you have to make all your tours public. At Move, only the latest generation of bikes are networked 24-7 and Taco Carlier, the founder, thinks first of all about recognizing problems on the bike or accidents. I quote, We can monitor speed and all sensor data. We'll put an AI layer on top of that to predict maintenance, bike thefts and accidents. We'll then pass that on to the users. I asked cities whether they wanted that kind of data at all. And they would actually be happy to have privately collected data. And also, they already have ideas. For example, in Stuttgart, on how they could use it. For example, when people drive to work through the pedestrian zone in the morning, because it's allowed then, for example, until nine o'clock or so, and return in the evening on a different route because then the shops are still open and they have to take another way. The city could evaluate those routes then and expand cycle lanes there at exactly those places where they notice a lot of two-wheel traffic. As a short result at the end, for the time being, initiative is still required, like you have to do something yourself but the manufacturers are open for cooperation. So there's a chance that we'll see new ways of sharing in the future. You can find the link to the whole article in the show notes. I'd like to use this opportunity to encourage you to check out the whole of what Emmet has to offer. Emmet.io is an online portal about data-driven mobility with a focus on Germany. I've put a link to the current news in the show notes where you can also find the article I just talked about. It might be best if you subscribe to the newsletter. The latest issue came out today. Apart from e-bikes for urban planning, it's about data on mobility, long-distance transport in Germany before Corona 2022 and since the 9 euro ticket, on how autonomous drones learn to navigate in confined spaces without causing accidents, the mobility dashboard in the city of Aachen, and about the Mobilität, where people and companies working on data-driven mobility projects can find data, information, and contacts. The next topic is also about community data and data donation. I just talked about data for traffic planning for bicycles in the city. But the great thing about bicycles or e-bikes is that they are also one of the most beautiful ways to discover nature. And quite a few people use Komoot to find and plan tours. At this point it's time for a disclosure. I work for Komoot on a fairly regular basis. So I might be a bit biased, but yesterday Komoot introduced a new feature and I really didn't want you to miss it. This new feature is on the route planner at komoot.com. It's called Trail View and it's a bit like Google Street View for hiking, cycling and mountain biking. Let me quote from mtbnews.de. Komoot has something new. 
For the TradeView feature, Komoot has scanned 15 million photos of its users and shows meaningful pictures of the trails exactly where they were taken in the map of the browser version. This makes it possible to get a vivid impression of trails and terrain while planning your route. If you know Komoot, then you know that users also take photos while they are recording tours with their Komoot app and make them available to the community. Selfies in front of a great view or an old castle along the way, but also photos of the path they were on. And those are exactly what the developers at Komoot wanted. Because they are taken with a smartphone, they also have location information with them and so they can match them quite accurately with the paths on the map, which, by the way, are based on OpenStreetMap. So they trained an AI to only pick those images from the publicly shared images that show trails. No faces, no animals, no buildings. So out of about 15 million photos, 1 million pictures were found that fulfilled the criteria. And now you can use them. If you activate the trail view layer in the route planner on komoot.com, you'll see green dots everywhere on the map. And if you move the mouse over them, you'll see actual pictures of the trails as they look in real life. So you can see while you are planning whether the trail is too bumpy for your gravel bike or too boring for your mountain bike. Or for hiking, whether a path might be too exposed for a hike with the school class. The Alps are pretty well documented, by the way. Also the Watsman. I think it's a super practical tool and a great way to show what you can do with community data. After the holidays is before the new job. That's why I looked around a bit in the job market and found a few tips for you. The first ones are from the Micromobility newsletter. If you haven't subscribed yet, do so. The link to the newsletter and the jobs is in the show notes. So, on to the jobs. Dance, the provider of e-bikes and e-mopeds in Berlin, for example, is looking for a software engineer lead and an electronic engineer. There are also jobs in operations in other cities, such as Vienna and Munich. In Munich, the Govex Group, which you might know from the eSchwalbe, is looking for an international sales manager e-mobility, focus sharing and delivery. In Cologne or Siegen, you can join Inverse, the provider of SAAS, cloud and IoT for sharing solutions. The company is looking for a product manager new mobility and senior project manager product development. Not from the Micromobility newsletter, but again in Berlin, I found some jobs at the motor manufacturer Brose. They develop and produce there. That's why there's practically every kind of job for everyone who wants to work with Micromobility. I just picked out three of them. Team leader software development e-bike, production employee, plant controller. If you don't find anything here, have a look at the job pages of velobiz.de or mtbnews.de. You can find the links in the show notes. 
And if you have open jobs that you would like to publish, let me know. Send me an email at info at micromobilityupdate.com. So that's it for today. We'll hear again in the next episode. And once again, as a reminder, like and subscribe. Give the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you haven't already, subscribe so that the next episode automatically lands in your inbox. 